right? No. Don't you feel a little exposed when you sneeze? No. Because no. you can't control yourself. You if know? I do that thing where I like squeeze it in. Mm, that's I, not good for you. No, it's not. Because sometimes it feels like your head's going to explode. Yeah. It makes me feel vulnerable because like you don't, I don't know what my face is doing and I like to be in control of my face. <laughs> like you're ever in control of your face. <laughs> <laughs> you're a jerk. Oh my God. Um, so I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. We and don't have to do all this. We, we are, do we the, do. We don't have to do the intro we, like a, that. I, no, it's a couch are. chat. So I we know, don't do but I was getting ready. Chat. You. <laughs> we, we don't though. As the president of this podcast, I decide oh, what we election do. Election season's coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is February. And so no one is up for re-election yet. We usually do still say our names and then say we're do on we? the couch. We do. Oh, I guess we, I guess maybe we, we say do. this last name is from our couch. Oh yeah, no, I remember now. We do that. I'm Patrick. <laughs> Fuck you! You can't do that. <laughs> oh. Anyway, you want to talk about Black Panther? Which we are just adding to the cacophony of voices that are saying that they love this movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. I mean, I saw it. I saw it on Thursday, and we want to talk about it really late. Um, we should say that like there are going to be spoilers. Do you want to give a spoiler warning, baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be spoilers. You, I think you just did that. No, you're not even doing no spoiler. You... Spoiler alert! Is that how you like? What do you? How do you say spoilers? Beware! There no, are no, okay. spoilers right, no, past no, this no. point in the pod. No, I'm just saying. I was trying to like. Say in a spirited way that spoilers will be from here on out in the pod. Right, right, yeah, yeah. There, there will be spoilers. So if you haven't seen Black Panther, go see it, and then come back and listen to this episode. <laughs> so, um, this week we both saw Black Panther. Um, I saw Black Panther twice, actually. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, you could have seen it with me the first time, but you decided to work. Yeah, I was busy. I couldn't, I literally couldn't go. It was, a. it was, you know, I, I wasn't happy about it. Well, you missed the opportunity to see Black Panther in the land of Newark, New Jersey, which is where it's Michael B. Jordan is beautiful from. Beautiful land. Beautiful land. Far off land. <laughs> <laughs> About an hour away, land. Um, Michael B. Jordan is from Newark, and so I hosted a screening at a local theater, and Michael B. Jordan was there. Wow, how about that? Oh, how about that? <laughs> did he have? Do you have the same haircut that he had in the movie? No, he did not. <laughs> um, those were extensions. Those were little fake little baby locks. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I read an article. It was with... a really cool haircut. Like that was that like made that like I made. I call his... it a cut. It was yes because a it was style a style. It would, somebody had to cut it right. No, they made the baby like they were little locks that they. But made they weren't for all him. the same length. Right, but that's so somebody what they... had to cut something. No, 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 at some that's point. not how it works. And Lock... they shaved the side of his head. Yeah, it's a. So I would say there were some cuts. I would call it a style before I would call it a haircut. What are what what are we arguing about? Here? <laughs> I, I like if one of us if I had to say which one of us was more qualified to talk about locks, I would say it was me. Okay, fine. <laughs> you have dreadlocks. Congratulations. Your face—you looked like you were trying to think of what to say, but you realized like you had, you couldn't say anything. He had a hairstyle, and I liked the style. <laughs> it's not a haircut. Enough. 
<laughs> Enough. I'm, I will be he didn't have in the locks. green room green room with Martin Freeman. <laughs> Me and him. Martin Freeman is the CIA agent. So you very, very nice bedroom. You're gonna go hang out with like the lone white guy in the movie. <laughs> well, that's yes. That's, that's what I'm exactly... gonna end up doing. Because <laughs> I'll be like, I like I like I like these haircuts, and people will be like, no, dude, they're like, styles. Only Martin Freeman is the only person who had a haircut in this movie. Yes. Him and Claw. I'm like, no. Martin, I like your haircut. <laughs> be like, Roger that, Patrick. Thumbs up. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, first thoughts, initial thoughts after seeing Black Panther, Patrick. It was really good. I was saying a moment ago, I saw it on Thursday, pretty late, and after like a really long day. So it was, um, I was the only person in the theater with a um, button-down collared shirt on. So you didn't dress up for Black Panther. I um, I I dressed up as the CIA agent. <laughs> You were in Black Panther cosplay. You didn't even know it. Damn it! That's exactly what you. Martin Freeman. You should have told me. (laughs) So I, I mean, I walk in there in like like professional dress, and I'm by my, I'm by myself. Were people dressed up at your screening? Um, I don't. The theater I went to was was difficult to to really see because it's it's like a narrow and tall theater. So you walk in, there's no real space for people to gather. Mm. And then you just go up like 12 escalators to get oh, to Oh, wait, that. I went, we went to that theater before. Didn't we see Get Out there? Yes, exactly where we saw oh Get Out. Oh my God, it's like you have to go up like 20 stories to get to the movie <laughs> yeah, theater. It's it took me 15 minutes of escalator time that to is, get to the theater. Oh, that was so strange. So I didn't really like, it, there's no real opportunity to like see the to people. congregate. Yeah. In the, the theater, you the, didn't see people dressed up? I was also because I bought my ticket fairly late. I was I was like in the middle of the third row, mm-hmm. so I was way up front. So, and I was like right in the middle. I I bought one of those because now you have to select your seats, right? right? Mm-hmm. So I bought one of like it was like the only seat left. One, only one by itself. <laughs> Just one, and so it's me wearing you know my my work attire and sitting by myself, wearing three D glasses. <laughs> I saw it in three D too. Oh yeah. Um, and I did. I wouldn't recommend if you haven't already seen it. I would not recommend 3D for this movie. Really, you wouldn't? I and I usually like it. Do you think it was because you were sitting too close? Because I sat I too close so. when I first saw it, and I didn't see it in 3D. But I was, it was difficult. Like I had to look down at points because it was so overwhelming, and I couldn't see the, I couldn't view the whole screen at one time. I was kind of yeah. like panning my head back and forth, and that was yeah challenging. People like that. I'm told that that film students sit about that close like like a Why? few rows back so that they can be sort of immersed in the experience i couldn't enjoy i mean i still enjoyed the film but it was honestly difficult to look at that close it was my eyes were hurting yeah that's cool but when you add the 3d to that especially especially early on in the movie the cuts are so fast right that i couldn't my eyes were straining to adjust and see what was going on in 3d before the movie before the um before it would cut to like the next quick little scene. Right. Um, so it was really tight. It took me about a third of the movie for my eyes to stop hurting, uh, which, which like didn't, didn't help a lot in, for my movie experience. But, you know, so I didn't get to see anybody if they were dressed up. I mm. sat by myself. Mm. It was late. And, um, and, and my eyes hurt. 
that was that was my <laughs> that was that was the start of my Black Panther experience. Um, well, my Black Panther experience. So the reason that we didn't In, see yeah, included like hanging out with Michael B. Jordan. We heard you. <laughs> you sound salty. <laughs> I'm shut up. I'm not salty. I'm You're not. not salty. Are you sure? I am like I am like <laughs> a bottle of hot sauce. Um, I you know listen. I posted on Instagram and on Twitter about my thirst because I do think Michael B. Jordan is attractive. Patrick was so pissed right now. <laughs> He's shaking his head. No, but listen, I also embellished because it was funny, mm. you know, and people people mm. were enjoying it. <laughs> Not cute, Fran. People were people were responding people were that tweeting, too, being like, people were like, "Is Patrick okay?" People, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, people were like, "Can people? Can someone check on Patrick, please?" So shitty. I can't believe you did that. Why was it shitty? I'm, I'm listen. Just, I'm gonna put. All right, I'm, gonna I'm go, married, not dead. If you, I'm just saying, me. Acknowledging, you have to put it on Instagram. I mean, shit. I it's it was funny. I was making a joke. Mm. I was making. I was poking fun at myself mm. because there was a still of me during the video where I was giving Michael B. Jordan. I was l- trying to listen. I was trying mm. to do like a listening face. And you know, I have a tendency to have like you have rest- no control over your face. I have no control. <laughs> Normally, I have a resting bitch face, and I it's gotten me in trouble before. And so I was trying to do like an active listening face while Michael B. Jordan was talking, and. It ended up looking like I thought he was a snack, and <laughs> which is true. Um, and it was just funny. And then I like zoomed in on my face because, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like I, a yeah, meme. I saw it. You saw, I saw it? it. I saw the post. Did you think it was funny? No, I didn't think it was funny at all. <laughs> I'm gonna post one of of my of you don't of po- you okay of Lupita's of Lupita's ass, and then my listening face. Okay, but. How about but, that? Okay, and but how, first will, of all, how will but you first feel? Of all, okay, how wait, will you feel? Okay, wait, wait a second. So you believe that someone's ass is comparable to looking at them in the face? You are comparing Lupita's derriere to. <laughs> did you say you just said derriere? I did say derriere. What? I did. I mean, I felt like you. I need to be respectful of <laughs> Lupita. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna use vulgar language <laughs> when talking about oh Wakanda royalty. Mm-mm. So. You think that me looking at Michael B. Jordan is comparable to looking at someone's rear end. They're just not the same. And No, I'm not saying they're comparable. You I'm just saying said you're gonna post it so that you so I can so see. So that you can see how it feels. Are we talking about this movie or I just think it, we have to address the, this part because uh-huh. people are, are saying Because people are worried about me. People are worried about me. <laughs> so I mean like can we can we like can you acknowledge that people are like okay and some people were like they were jo- I get you but joke. also like you know like no there were people that were, were like you know what your Patrick will probably be there cheering you on because he knows Michael B Jordan's ass is fine too and you even said see, you knew he was attractive see, we're looking at his ass I no his ass meaning him as a person so now he's an ass no you you don't you've never heard people say like you know so and so's ass like we're right, not like, talking about their like Lupita's butt. ass. No, we're not oh. talking about their physical butt. We are talking about like someone as a person. Like when you call someone like a dumbass, you're not calling their ass dumb. You are calling them a dumbass. Mm. And you say somebody has like somebody's fine ass, you're not saying you're their, talking ass. About their ass. You're talking about them as a person, as an entity. Oh, I know. I I I know. I know what an ass is. I'm not talking about his butt. I don't even know what his butt. I don't, I'm not a butt person. <laughs> I'm really not. 
I'm just saying. I don't even know what to do with this. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, when I look at someone and I'm thinking about, like, what I'm attracted to, I'm not looking at butts. Mm, interesting. I'm just saying. Oh, God. Um, so, do not worry. Our marriage is safe. It is stronger than ever. Even though Patrick is a little in his feelings, uh, and if you figure, and if he ever gets committed to posting re- regularly on Instagram, you can look forward to a picture of Lupita's butt. Apparently, Lupita's fine ass. Her. If you posted a whole picture of Lupita, I would be so honored. Maybe that's what I meant when I said that originally. Girl, you did not. Okay, I'm also not a girl. <laughs> I didn't. I meant like the the. You meant you meant ass. No, <laughs> I meant the metaphorical girl. <laughs> um, who were some of your favorite characters in the movie? Oh, I love this movie because there's so many perfect like poster images of coolness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, my favorite is uh, is oh god, what's his name? Shit, I gotta look him up. Hold on. Mm, this is why we have a um, a list. Mbaku. Mm-hmm. He was the coolest. And if I could be any character from the movie, I'd probably end up having to be Martin Freeman. But <laughs> I would, but I would want to be Mbaku. Mbaku, who's <laughs> <laughs> played by Winston Duke. Is that is that his name? That is his name. He is a Yale graduate. Everybody is saying that he's about to be like one of the next big breakout stars from this film i mean honestly it's such a good ensemble cast i was saying this to you last night i feel like t'challa who is the main he he is black panther Mm. i feel like he's the weakest character in the whole movie he was he was weak because he was he was really nice and not weak meaning like yeah not weak meaning the opposite of strong i just mean that like he didn't shine in comparison to all the other characters had so many funny lines. Uh, I disagree. I, I disagree because he didn't have like standout moments where, where other people were playing certain parts, which were, I guess he was too, but you know, they represented really specific responses to what was going on or they, or like Mbaku was like a lot of comic relief. Um, but he wasn't comic relief at the beginning. No, but he wasn't. He what was, he was, what I'm a saying is that like all of the characters surrounding T'Challa I felt like had more to say and they were more compelling when they were saying something than he was I kind of felt like he was just there and everybody was around him and like we knew he was the star but he didn't really feel like the star of the movie does that make sense yeah and I'm thinking back on how much he actually said that I can't tell you like one line of his that I was like, oh damn, Black Panther's like mic dropping. Like they didn't give him, and again, that's not his fault as an actor. Right. Like, I think that the actor Chadwick uh, Boseman, I think is how you say his name. I think he did a, a fine job. Yeah. But I think that they didn't give him. But his, that's what I'm saying. I don't think his part was designed to be like. But he's the, but the movie is called Black Panther. I'm, I know, but I know, but it's, it's really about like Wakanda and what happens in Wakanda. They should have like... been, it should have been what happens in Wakanda stays in Wakanda. <laughs> no, I, I think that he did a great job. I think he played his part really well too, which was sort of this very level headed, very sympathetic and very empathetic person. Whereas everyone else had these strong feelings and these moments where they like really put their foot down or like turn their back on whoever or, 
you know, came around and provided support or, you know, all that stuff. Like he kind of didn't. He was just like, yo, we need to we need to like be good and do the right thing. And Yeah. No, I know. I mean, it took him a minute to get there because at first, you know, um, Lupita's character is telling him like, hey, we should do more to help people, give more aid to other countries. And he was saying like he didn't want to do that. So he did have a character growth in mm-hmm. terms of like. And in, even, like, when he found out about his cousin being abandoned and his uncle being killed, like, he said to his dad, like, you did the wrong thing. Like, you created this monster. Like, he had those moments in his character that I feel like were important. But in relation to some of the other characters, I just felt like he didn't really – I felt like he just kind of blended in. Yeah, and despite being the the Black Panther, I felt – I felt like everything but the actual Black Panther costume was was a cooler costume. You know Wait, what, what I mean? You, like what? like the costume like the Black Panther costume was was awesome. Right. And it didn't really lack anything. At the same time, I thought the way M'Baku was dressed was cooler. The way um well, Yeah, and M'Baku's not like a superhero. Killmonger though. was dressed Listen, was cooler. Listen, Killmonger is really like kind yeah, of that a cool star- haircut. Mm, okay. <laughs> that cool style. <laughs> <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> he, I really think. And that really cool armor that he wore, and of course the scars, that was like everything his, about him and was so badass. And his cool looking. little um, oh, gold, gold fronts. Feet. Yeah. Those I were thought awesome. those were so fucking cool. And, and I honestly could never pull that off, but I do feel like everybody is going to be wearing little just uh, canine gold fronts. Because they were very subtle, but they were really cool. I really liked those a lot. Um, when I was at the screening, I did ask Michael B. Jordan. Every time I say his name, you cut your eyes at me. So <laughs> um, I asked him what it was like to play a villain because a lot of people know him from Fantastic Four. And so he's been a superhero before, you know? Right. And so I was like, how, how is this different? Um, and I Well, was, the main difference, this movie was actually good. Okay, yes. No offense to Michael B. Jordan, but Fantastic Four sucks. Okay, the check's still cleared, though, so, you know, he's good. Well, it's not my bank account. I... <laughs> <laughs> like, right, for him. I know. <laughs> You're just, what I'm saying is, is the difference, I was asking him about, like, just playing a villain in general. Like, I wasn't there to shade another film. I was just asking him a fucking question. Right. And something that he said that I thought at the time I didn't really understand because we hadn't seen the movie yet was that this is not your traditional villain and that he felt like people were going to potentially end up rooting for his character once they realized like what motivated him to do the things that he did. And I was pleasantly surprised to say that I agreed with him. I didn't Really? Yeah, because not to say that I thought his... Um, I thought his motivations were sound. I didn't necessarily agree with how he went about the things that he wanted to achieve. But like, once you understood that he was angry because Wakanda is a nation that has all of these resources and all of this advancement in technology and could potentially help black and oppressed people around the world and right. they don't right that was the thing that was angering him and it really was like but that a, was also angering people other people in the movie and i'm not saying right I'm just, and like they were yeah i know i totally see what you're saying i'm just yeah. saying he was a he was a strongly motivated villain whereas usually right. villains are like i'm evil i'm evil right. and i'm and that's why avenge I the this. death of my father which you know he he in some respects was avenging the death of his father but his, oh definitely but his father was 
motivated by the fact that he wanted to help the black community. And that's why he was betraying, you know, Wakanda with the vibranium. Again, not that he took the best course of action, but understanding what was motivating him was made him somewhat sympathetic. Made him sympathetic. I'm totally I'm totally with you there. But at the same time, and there was a moment where I was thinking, like, okay, this guy is kind of onto something. But then he got there and he was like, you know, I'm just gonna take your shit. I'm gonna take your shit. He didn't I'm gonna take, burn he some won, shit. He won, I mean, he won the thing fairly. Right, right. I, I get that he won I'm, I'm, he I, won the challenge. He was match, like sick with power. And it was it was like he he fairly won the throne. I got right. it. But then he was like, "No, I'm gonna burn all this shit, and fu- I'm gonna basically like gonna burn this place down." Yeah, he he was definitely like, which was power not, power hungry. He he wasn't power hungry. He was there to destroy it. As no, he didn't to... want to destroy Wakanda. He wanted to destroy. No, he... but that's not. But that's kind of no. He not wanted what... to destroy. He wanted to send the vibranium out of the country right. to other places. He wanted to destroy the heart shape thing so no one else could become king. Right. So that he could lock down power and do whatever he wanted with right. the place. But I, what I'm saying is, he wanted. So he burned all of the. The heart shape. I don't even know what those things are. It was called the heart shaped fruit. He burned all the fruit, right? He started treating everybody like garbage instantly. Right. He he had no knowledge of like the traditions there and didn't care about them. He didn't care about any of the people there. He said he cared about people outside of Wakanda that were suffering and the and that the resources in Wakanda could be used for good, but nothing about what how he went about that suggested that like good was going to come of it or that he cared about anything other than than violence. I don't think. Again, I mean, he I don't had how many little meth- scars on him that each represented killing somebody. Right. I don't agree with his methods. What I'm right. saying is that, like, I understood. It's the it's his motivation, and I get it. But he was still very much a villain. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think that that was kind of like the compromise at the end of the movie that they then say, but we're going to build a center, a Wakandan center, and we're going to teach people how to use the technology that we've created from vibranium. Yeah. You know, the UN thing. Like, I. I I believe that once T'Challa understood what was motivating Killmonger, he did say, like, we should have helped these people. We did the wrong thing. And that, like, there was some sort of positive influence there to, like, shift his thinking. Yeah, I agree. I like that. I like that after all of that, there was some something like a like a like a shift in perspective of Wakandans. Yeah, but that's what I mean in the sense that, like, it's it. Not again, not that I support like going around and killing people, but it is kind of that age old question about liberation and revolution and the idea that like revolutionaries are like, I don't give a fuck. I will kill people. I'll do whatever it takes to like emancipate my people versus liberators who are just specifically like, let's all make a better world and like make things great for my people do you know I can, what i mean I completely and so understand and, and that's i understand why that like he's he represents this very like intense um sentiment the right? revolutionary like, like, like yeah that's what he represents kind of, well no i was yes and no but then like i'm watching him fight with people yeah like i'm and like he's... a malcolm x type revolutionary like like even the original black panthers who were like let's have fucking guns let's arm ourselves do you know what I and mean? that was like, cool but the black panthers weren't like smiling and getting off on like killing people 
And that's what he no, was. He was, was really he was, happy. He about, was sick with power. Absolutely. About I, the violence. And that's what made it. That's what made him villainous. Yes. I'm not saying he was. He was textbook. Rebel. I'm just saying that like. The I think themes, that's what I think that's what I'm picking up on. But I get. Yeah, I'm not. I yeah. Saying. I'm not saying he was without flaws. He definitely is the villain. The villain. I mean, he fucking killed his girlfriend. Remember when Claw like pull, had her as like a hostage when they were like getting on the plane, and he was like, "I'm gonna kill your little your little girlfriend." Like your Bonnie and Clyde thing ends right now, and mm. he was like, "Okay," and he just fucking shot her. Oh I yeah. Mean, he he is a dangerous guy. Like I'm not saying that he was a good guy. Right. What I'm saying is that like what was motivating him was interesting, was understandable. And in the context of the film, to me, he was more interesting than T'Challa, who was kind of just Oh, he passive. was definitely more interesting. You know yeah. what I mean? He, he was, was just kind of like, oh, man, like things are happening and I want to do the right thing. And I don't like he just was kind of that's just how I feel. Like I would want to see a Killmonger movie. You know what I mean? Like to see apparently in the comic books, he comes back to life multiple times. Oh, really? I mean, that's just like what I saw online. So he could reappear at another time. I don't know. Um, but I thought that, that was really interesting. They'll um, probably find a way to bring him back. My other favorite character, and I think honestly everyone's favorite character, is Shuri. Shuri, the sister, the little sister. Oh, she, from uh, Black Mirror? Yes. She was in the last episode of Black Mirror. She was so good in that. She I was, was really happy to see her in this. I phenomenal. didn't know. Phenomenal. You didn't even rec- rem- remember her, did you? I did. No, you didn't. I absolutely did. Dude, I remember my, my Black Mirror actors. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think that you're lying to the pod, but that's okay. No, I know. I, I completely recognize it. There's a you moment didn't where recognize was... Denai Guerrero, though. You don't even know whose name that is? Nope. <laughs> 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 but, she I, played but I Michonne, will lie for the pod and say Michonne that I totally Michonne recognize it. Michonne oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Walking Dead. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally you, recognized it. No, you did not. Well, because she had a spear and not a sword and no hair. Right. And she still the same face. <laughs> you know how I feel about faces. <laughs> about facial blindness. Okay, so Shuri was... Definitely my favorite character. She's so funny and spunky. I loved how, like, modern and relatable she was in the sense that, like, everybody around her is really being, like, tough and, like, warrior-like and, and you know, sticking to tradition. And mm-hmm. even when they're doing, like, the ceremony for the – um for like the throne ceremony she's the, the one for ceremony the combat ceremony she's like can we get this over with like she just was so um authentic yeah she was cool in in everything that she did she had the funniest lines in the movie i loved how smart and like technologically savvy she was i thought that that was really cool um and i liked that even though she was there to like help t'challa she didn't feel like a sidekick she felt like a sister she felt like a sister yeah she did a great job she's an amazing actor uh and you know and and it was cool because she provided that like that portion of the movie which is almost obligatory in these movies where like you go through all the tech oh right you know and you know what i thought about that and here's where all the tech comes from and like here's what it does and you get the james bond style or iron man style like display of the tech so that you know what happens later on when they use it you know where it comes from but it felt real in that sense because usually i that i always roll my eyes at that part because it's like now here's how we explain how everything works and i am very much in the mind that i like show not tell 
Mm-hmm. And and it's it's really annoying in movies when they like tell you about something rather than just like letting it unfold and letting the audience understand it. But it made sense because like she was upgrading all of the gear and the weapons and the suit and so she had to actually show him how it was working so i kind of thought that that was cool it, yeah they do that in a good number of well i liked it more in this one. <laughs> i'm sure you did you know what i really liked i liked her gloves that shot little energy pulses they looked oh yeah they, they looked like looked... bears they were like they were um like panthers yeah i like how you're like they look like bears, <laughs> yeah, bears. in black panther sorry <laughs> no but you know what they look like to me? They look like the Voltron cats. Oh, yeah. They look like the... I thought... I was like, well, she has Voltron gloves on. That's it's, funny. Instead of Panther gloves. But yeah, she was great. She was really funny. I loved that her hair changed in every single scene. I mean, the hair... Oh, I didn't catch that. The hair throughout the film was amazing, but her hair was di- different in every single scene. And I just... I loved the idea that, like, she was getting her hair done between, like, <laughs> everything. And it always looked amazing. Um, I also liked Oyoke, which was Denai Guerrero's character. Um, this mm-hmm. is with the bald head, and she has like kind of a right. She's the leader of the like warrior class. I loved that she was so. I mean, I think the thing that a lot of people have been talking about um, is kind of the inevitable comparison to Wonder Woman because people were so excited about Wonder Woman because it was directed by a woman. It's you know starring a woman. It's a female superhero film. Right. Everyone was talking about representation and feminism and ladies can do it. And then And then it sucked. And then it sucked. It I yeah. I mean, it was really weird. Yesterday I said that I thought that it was overhyped on Twitter and someone was like, You're wrong. And I, and I was like, How can I be wrong? It's my opinion. People have strong feelings. They were like, about, No, your opinion is wrong. And I was just nature, like, so. why no, movies immediate in general, if you're like, I don't really like something, people are like, Fuck! You shut your dirty <laughs> mouth! Like what? Oh my god! It's I know, just but, a I mean, movie. But especially where like like feminism is implicated. But that's a, that's if annoying. I went on Twitter right now and was like, I think Black Panther was overhyped. People would be like, No, you are wrong. Oh, I'm sure they would, <laughs> and, and I would like, think, yeah, I and I would think that those people were just as ridiculous because like you're allowed to think that. You know well, what I mean? Of course, of course, they're not. They're I'm not just saying. I'm just saying that like yes, you're right. It's led by women, so people got really protective over it because they were like this is a feminist masterpiece but then when you watched it to me it really fell short in the fact that here's this woman who the film is still very much centered around the male gaze it's all about like how all these guys are like fawning over how beautiful she is she needs like a team of bumbling dudes to be like her crew that was awful and it was they, awful. we and don't have to go back through the whole one i'm just thing. saying that like we've, we've talked about it in comparison it to black mirror or black mirror in comparison Black to Black Panther, Panther <laughs> where the warriors were women, yeah, they were on equal footing with the men. Yes, they were just as badass and competent. There was no—I mean, they were the women were clearly all very attractive, but like mm-hmm. it wasn't framed in a way that was like centered on their beauty and their looks. Right? Do you know what I mean? Like. With, they they were they were gorgeous because they were they were just gorgeous. They were they fit. Were gorgeous. They were like well dressed. The I movie mean, wasn't like, and now here comes Lupita and she's so fucking hot. Right. Like whereas in Wonder Woman, she's like, I'm going into battle, I have to take my hair down and like yeah, shake my hair and in, in slow-mo, and you're just like, Okay, we get it. You're <laughs> hot. You know what I mean? Right. Like and so for me, I felt like that's something that really resonated with me with Black Panther was that it was a very 
female driven film, even though Black Panther is a guy, the people that he trusts and respects for advice as his partners are women. And they are right up there with him making decisions and kicking ass and and Yeah, there's there's much gender equality. Yeah. In, in Black Panther. In fact, there's it's not just like there's a lot of gender equality, it's there's no indication that anyone is considered unequal. No. And it's just, but it's fluid and it's flawless and it's natural and it's really like it's nice because of that. Yeah. It's not it's not a thought that's like Here's what we're showing you. We're showing you gender equality. It's right. like this is just like it just feels seamless, and everything is good because we respect each other. And yeah, like, like yes, and we all play like significant roles, and we're important because of what we can do, and it's great. Yeah, I like that too. It was um, it was awesome, and even even there, you know, even his relationship, Chala's relationship with Lupita, even that relationship was was really nice, very natural. It wasn't like I'm the king or like I'm the heir. Uh, and you're my love interest. Right. You know what I mean? Especially where there's like this Game of Thrones style power structure. It's like a, a lot of times when you see that, you see this like demanding or this obligation. Right. Right. By somebody to be the the partner of whoever the and king I, or queen yeah, is. Yeah. And I liked that he respected that like they, they started the film as she's his ex. He's right. clearly still into her. Right. But the rest of the movie, he's not trying to get with her. He's just like fighting alongside her, trying right. to like solve, you know, what's going on. He's not like pining after her or like hitting on her. But during, when his when he makes his efforts to get her, though, it's really like it's very respectful, it's, right? And it's very like, hey, you know, like you know, you could stick around. You know, I'm just saying it's right. out he's there. Like, he's like, I would wife you. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not like trying to spit game at her and be disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, and then, and then she's like, yeah, it sounds good, but I got to do shit. I have to work. <laughs> and she's like, like, I have goals, and bitch. He, yeah, and, and he's like, oh, that sucks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I really liked that. It was like he respected her boundaries, and she also had goals outside of just being his wife or just being the queen, and I really liked that. Yeah, it was, it was really good in that respect. I wanted to talk about this, too. One of the things that stuck with me was Martin Freeman's line. Because it is a really interesting relationship. I love, how, I love how Martin Freeman's line stick out to you. I don't think I've heard anybody quote him. Well, it's pretty significant <laughs> for this it? reason. What is it? I'll tell you in a second. But, but first, I wanted to say it's, it's interesting the relationship that they have with Martin Freeman in this. being that That's he, the CIA agent. Yes. The white guy. That's yes. not the bad white guy. <laughs> There's two white guys. One of them is the bad guy. And the other one is the CIA agent. Um, and you could argue that the CIA is kind of fucked up, but okay. That's what I'm. That's <laughs> what I think is so strange, right? Yeah. Because he's kind of the he's bad framed guy. As, he's framed as like a good, but he's kind of a buddy at the <laughs> same time. And they do work together, and he does seem to actually care. Yeah. But at the same time, the first time they really meet and interact, he's like, "Look, we're gonna buy some of your fancy material on the black market from like, the bad out, white guy." And he was guy. like, "And stay out of my way." He's and like, he's like, "Just let me do this." And black Panther's like. I'm not going to let you do this. We're, a, we have to kill this man. And B, he's got our shit. And he killed my dad. And C, he killed, yeah, he killed, well, he didn't well, he kill his dad. He killed the other guy's dad. Yeah, he was like part of the operative that set off that bomb, I think. Right. They were stealing everything, right. killing people in Wakanda, like obviously just a general bad guy, right? So what was the quote? Killmonger is going around fucking shit up inside Wakanda. He's got the throne. Mm -hmm. and, and, and somebody's like, He's going to he's going to ruin everything. And Martin Freeman almost energetically says, 
well, yeah, we trained him to do that. <laughs> it was like, holy shit. I mean, it's a fucking serious moment to yeah. be like, oh, yeah, no, we told it. It was almost, it was almost. Um, it was kind of like, duh. Yeah, it just was like, yeah, of course. And it seemed almost. Yeah, um, the reaction to that was not, I feel like there was no reaction to there that. Was, and that's what was crazy about it. He just says it very casually and like like that duh moment. And yeah. then everyone's like, yeah, all right, we'll keep moving. Yeah, they could have totally lost that line. I, I don't think they should have lost in line, but that's why I thought it was stuck out to me. It was not just how he said it. They should have taken a different take. And uh, I, maybe it was actually good the way he said it, because I, it doesn't matter. The fact that he said it, I mm. think, is what stuck out to me and, and informs, like you were saying, his motivation and like the sympathy for the Killmonger character. Right. Because he was actually, he had a hard start. He was cut off from the Wakandan people, lost yeah, his, his dad, dad young. Yeah. Right. I guess he'd never actually been to Wakanda, but like that's his heritage. And he knew that and knew that his dad was killed by the Wakandan king. And then he goes on to be trained by the American government to invade and destroy. Right. And like his tactics are the ones that he learned are designed to destabilize. I think that was the word Martin Freeman yes. used to destabilize a community. Um, and that was what he brought back to Wakanda. And I thought that was really one of the most um significant bits of information mm-hmm. like in, informing the the killmonger character and and the progression and how, and, his and and to your point what you're saying effect. before is that like even though he could say he has these intentions to do what on its face value is positive and the right thing to do which is like help oppressed people around the world he said that that's what he wanted to do to your earlier point his motivations and his tactics were still to like destroy and destabilize Wakanda in order to do it. Right. They were all destructive in in general, but I did think it was a, it was great because it was like the CIA guy was like, yeah, no, we train people to do this. The implications of that in the real world sense. Yeah. um, Are significant in terms of that commentary. That's, that is an interesting point too, because it is kind of weird. And again, this is a fictional movie, but we're like looking at it from, you know, a lens of intelligence and critique, but also like, what are the broader implications? Like, what are the themes? You know, what is this movie saying? And like, how can we apply it to the real world? Which I think is interesting. And I always enjoy doing, but like the CIA is historically like a really fucked up organization. So it does feel kind of weird that in this film, the CIA CIA agent becomes like the buddy. It would that was bizarre to me. And it, then at his, the end, his relationship with them was very strange. It was very strange. I mean, I did like that Shuri was like giving him a hard time. Like mm. when he came in, she was like, "Oh, great, another white broken white man for us to fix." Like <laughs> yeah, that right, was funny. Right. Everybody, of course, loved the colonizer line. She's right. like, "Oh, call," you know. She's like, "Oh, colonizer, don't scare me like that." Um, I will say, people are getting a little. A little heavy-handed calling everybody a colonizer on Twitter. And yeah, just... you had mentioned that. I haven't I haven't seen that as much well, as, I tweeted, as you have. But... Well, I tweeted a picture of myself, my hair, before I was going to the premiere. And I said, like, next stop, Wakanda. And somebody was like, you married a colonizer. Wakanda don't fuck with you. And, of course, my response was, clearly they do fuck with me because they invited me to the screening to interview michael b jordan and like open the fucking movie so right it's fine but also it but was they had to take the opportunity to like they're like just remember your husband's white and yeah. i was like oh oh my god what 
Like, it's just the weirdest. And I, like I said, history. I'm seeing, I, I mean, I get it to some extent. There is, of course, a history of colonization throughout the world. Right. That white people have been, like, the profiteers of. So I get it. Yeah, yeah, I, I I get that much. I just, you know, obviously when you start calling individuals colonizers, it's like it becomes a little less practical, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when you're like, you there, colonizer, and you're just like, I'm I'm just some dude. Like, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to pay my bills. Yeah, I mean, it's it's more of like a, I don't know. I kind of think it's just weird that like Ed, that now people are using it like, yeah, so a colonizer cut me in line at the bank. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> it just I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I get it. But I also it kind of makes me just like, I don't even know. I don't know how I feel about it. I kind of think it's maybe just being overused. And I think like in the context of the movie, it made sense. And it was like a funny line. But right. I feel like it's getting it's been what, two days. It's already like beyond worn out. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, guys, enough. Um, uh, that's funny. Did you see the people on Twitter that were pretending that they uh, had been beat up by people by black people? Yeah. To see black oh, Panther? Jesus Christ. It's crazy. It's like people have such a hard time seeing anything that's like pro-black or black supportive. I mean, you could I mean, you could argue that that in itself, the reaction to anything that's created about and for or starring black people creates such a visceral reaction in white people that you know, it's like not even like nothing about this film is anti-white people. And yet people are like, I was beaten by some black youths and all I wanted to do was enjoy Black Panther. It's like, what are you talking I about? Know, that tweet is that tweet was wild. That one where it has a picture of a bloody paper towel. And it's like it's like all I all I did was go to see a movie and some black youths approached me and then they beat me up and they called me a colonizer and they were <laughs> chanting, this movie makes us uppity. <laughs> And they, you know, I was like, what the fuck? Like, you clearly, this is clearly were, fake. And they like, were chanting, Wakanda lives matter. And I was holding a white puppy. And they, they tried to kill the puppy. Like, what? Oh, my God. It's just, it is, again, it, it, you know what it reminds me of? Did you hear that story? Um, I think it was, I think it was during the most recent election that some woman said she got beat up by Obama supporters and they carved a, the letter B into her face. It's like, in what fucking world would someone what? be like, I, I love that. Barack Obama so much that I'm going to, like, carve a bee into yeah. someone's face? Oh, they did the same thing with Black Lives Matter, where all those people oh, were, were spray, spray painting, painting. yeah, <laughs> shit, Black Lives Matter on their house, on their own like, houses and cars. Cops on their own cars and houses. Like, yeah. What is wrong? And some of them were cops doing it. Yeah. And it was like, it's like, okay, so because there's an absence of what you want to see then you're going to create it and say that it exists. Right. I mean, so that can you, can you not create... see the problem in fabricating right. this this situation that makes you a victim? So much so that, like, you are not a victim. You have to invent a situation where you are the victim. To in appear, order yeah, to, to appear the, the victim, victim, to support the thing that you're promoting, but doesn't exist. Yeah. It's very strange, especially since, like, People have been so hype about this movie for so long. I believe that it broke some records for the for pre-sale tickets for a Marvel film or something like that. Oh, really? I'm not surprised. Yeah, like because when they opened the sales for tickets like a month ago or something, everybody was buying tickets. People are so excited to see this movie. No one is trying to get into a fight so that they can't <laughs> stay and see the movie. I, it'd have to be after the movie. They'd be anything. like, let me kick your ass 
after. They definitely wouldn't do anything before or during the movie. They're going to let you see the film because they don't want to fuck it up. They want to see the film. Like, that makes no sense. Those those tweets and those posts are always so transparent. Especially because you can Google image search. Like, I don't know in what world if I got beat up that I would take a picture of a bloody napkin and post it on Twitter. And that one, too, said I was beat up at the movie and taken to the hospital, but the picture was, like, taken at their kitchen sink. Yeah. So it was just this really transparent effort to create hype that wasn't there. But that's the thing. Like, it's it's not even a response to the movie. It's a response – to the response to the movie. Right. So like Black, like Black Panther. people are excited about something? Exactly. This is scary and they're going to be violent. That's exactly, it's exactly what it is. It's like we can't deal with black people being excited about something. No. Especially if it involves their own blackness. Yeah, it's also interesting that people were posting pictures of like women that had been abused, like domestic violence victims, and they were saying like, oh, here's a picture, you know, because they know a pretty blonde white girl with a broken with a broken nose or a black eye, a black right. eye is going to elicit sympathy. But also, how sad that you are using someone who's been hurt, you know, like an actual picture of someone who's been abused yeah. and been mistreated. You don't actually care about the girl. There's in that absolutely picture. no sympathy for actual human well-being. You're not you're not disturbed or bothered by like someone actually being abused by their partner or being a victim. I think one woman, um, a guy hit hit her with a glass bottle in a bar because she oh like God. refused one of his advances and that's one of the pictures that they shared on social media to say like oh I was attacked at a you know Black Panther screening it's like this is actually a real person that was hurt and you don't even care about the real person not even a little bit you just want no. to not even like the it's an actual blonde. white person it's yeah. an actual blonde woman that was hurt and you don't care about her at all you care about creating this false narrative that black people are so dangerous and angry that we will assault people at a movie screening because and that also makes no sense we want you to see the <laughs> because, movie because so that she will be successful <laughs> like, right see the movie damn it you know it's so weird fucking weird man i know but you know what despite the trolls the movie has already been way more successful than anyone anticipated i think i saw projections of like 200 million for the opening which is just incredible yeah and the movie just came out. So, and I saw it twice. So, I know there are people, <laughs> I know a lot of other people are seeing it. I know it two a and lot times. of people are seeing it more than once. Oh yeah. Um and I wholeheartedly support that. If you know someone who wants to see the movie and can't see it, uh, they can't afford to see it, you know, some kids that maybe you think want to see it, I, I absolutely encourage everyone to see the movie. It's so freaking good. Um, it's a really awesome movie. It really stood out to me more than I anticipated because it, it was smarter than just a regular feel-good action movie. I think it had a lot of good things to think about. Um, and I'm excited to hear more of the conversations around the themes that the film presented, especially when it comes to like the black elite and giving back to your community. And oh my God, did you see the meme that said, I don't agree with this meme, but it said that Black Panther is a Trump supporter because he wants to build a wall. Like he wants to keep he he's, oh my God. he's against immigration. He and and he they said something like, um, to um Killmonger is Black Lives Matter. 
was just like shut up. Mm, and then they made they, right. they made a meme of Black this Panther. This is the same person that posted the bloody paper towel. Probably, thing? Probably. <laughs> probably. They made a Black Panther with like a Make Wakanda Great Again hat on. I'm sure and they, they did. made some list that was it, basically their main thing was like he's against immigration. Right. It's like okay, how can we turn this to our causes? <laughs> it's like, like that's we yeah, literally were angry about Black Panther weak. until we decided that we could use Black Panther. <laughs> right. First, we're gonna use it to make Black people look violent then we're gonna use it to try and make donald trump look like black panther (laughs) (laughs) that sounds about it's probably donald trump tweeting from some sub account that he i would not be surprised (laughs) if donald trump retweets that but i've blocked donald trump on twitter so i'll never i have to good for you yeah i'm really proud of us i mean whatever i just got tired of seeing him agreed but it's also really just self-care yeah keep the toxic shit out of your life although i think he was like auto unblocked more than once Oh, really? It just come. Oh my God! I'm, well, that's a story for another time. But. Okay. Well, um, that's not. Let's leave this on a positive note. Yeah, I thought the movie was amazing. I thought it was everything. And and we were talking about Wonder Woman briefly, and it was just I was so scared that it wasn't going to be I good know, enough. They, we had those conversations like, what do we do if it's bad? Right. People were tweeting this. I love this. People were like, we're like, we can all agree that the movie sucks. We're all gonna lie and say it's we're good, all gonna right? lie. <laughs> we're all gonna say it's good. But you know what? I mean, the chances that it wasn't going to be amazing were pretty low, given the cast and, like, everybody involved in it. But at the same time, like, I, I could see the other people were thinking the same thing, which is, oh, shit, what if it's not Well, there's really all, good? you always run the risk when everybody is overwhelmingly saying, when everybody's excited about something. Too much hype. It, yeah, like, it raises the stakes yeah. and the p- potential that things turn out poorly. So that is definitely that was in the back of everyone's mind. I but believe. it met all the bars. It it really, it really did. did. It met all of them and exceeded most of them. So Well, we hope that you get a chance to see Black Panther. If you do, please tweet us and tell us what you thought of it. Thought of it using the hashtag last name basis, or you can tweet us individually at Chuskalee. At tie optional. And I'm sure there are things that we missed, some symbolism, some themes that you thought were really important, or maybe some great lines that really stuck out to you that um, were not said by the CIA agent. Um, <laughs> it's not because he was white. I'm that wasn't say, why it stuck say, with me. I didn't say that was. Okay. I didn't. It was heavily implied. Okay, it was not. Um, and if you would like to join me in uh, the thirsting over Michael B. Jordan, I will support and affirm you. No, don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Jesus Christ. God. Um, I, I'm just trying to give our audience interactive ways to engage with us around and celebrate Black Panther. I'm sorry that you don't understand how that works. <laughs> okay. Also, around. check out the colonizer chat group I started. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not reclaim that. Like the deplorables, you can't. You can't uh, do it. I have no intention of doing that. I'm just trying to find where I fit into all this. Aw, okay. Well, now you know what it's like to not see yourself in a movie. <laughs> right. That was the um the Martin. Freeman quote, right? Yeah. He when they asked him what was it like being, being in the a, only white people in the movie, being in a in a movie that was an all black cast and, and being the only white person, and he said something like, "Well, I know how black actors feel all the no, time." No, he was like, "This is how they feel all the time," which was funny, but it was also kind of this moment of like, "Damn, you're gonna go back to your next movie. There's not gonna be any black people." In it. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, "It was great. I mean, I got paid, and I go into my next movie, and I'll be fine. I will be like surrounded." Yeah, I had mixed feelings about that comment. Yeah, it was like. 
self-deprecating, but also this moment it of- was, It was, it was like, it was, it showed some awareness, but yeah. also- But not enough awareness to like do anything about it. Uh, yeah. Also, you would hope that it was like, it was great. Everyone was great. Yeah. <laughs> you I know, think that, that would be the ideal I think, response, I think, right? I think, yeah, the response should have been, you know what? It was just like being on a, any great movie set where like everybody's super talented and is fun to work with. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what were you feeling, Martin? Not like I was like, whoa, this is <laughs> weird. Twilight Zone. Okay. Like, <laughs> that's a little, oh. a little extra. Um, but, you know, what can you expect from a colonizer? <laughs> this is last name basis from the couch. 